Okay, welcome, Alicia. I'm happy to have you here today to share you and all you do for people and their wellness with our um, our audience and with people who are looking for answers and solutions to um, improve their health and wellness in new and different ways. So um, this is part of our wellness awareness series. Alicia Wolfert is with us today, and she is going to be talking about all the beautiful things that she does to help people um, tap into living their best life. And um, first, I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit. Um, just can you please share a little bit about your, yourself and what it is that brought you into this sort of this career that you have? Yes, Lacey, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I am, you know, a leadership life and creativity coach. I work with women who are going through some sort of transition of some sort. And I came into this work because I have been a seeker my whole life. And I have been on a crazy journey of trying to figure out what I want to do with this one big, beautiful life that I have. And so out of college, I ended up um, very haphazardly in corporate America. I knew I shouldn't be there. They knew I shouldn't be there. <laughs> it was one of those situations where I was really good at what I did, even though I didn't like it. And there's this Bo Bronson quote that says the right amount of money and the right amount of praise can keep you stuck in the wrong job forever. Oh. And I, I know so many people yeah. that's the case. And from a wellness perspective, when you go into a job every single day that you spend more time seeing, you know, your coworkers than you do your own family members. And if you don't like that work, I mean, that can eat you up like a cancer from the inside out. Absolutely. And that was what was happening to me. And so I went on this journey of trying to figure out where I fit in the world and what my purpose was. And I became a yoga practitioner. I ended up becoming a 500 hour certified yoga teacher that opens up a tremendous amount of self-discovery and awareness. Mm -hmm. I ended up opening a yoga studio. And during the time I had coaches and I knew that I, and after a while I realized that I wasn't supposed to be a yoga teacher. I was supposed to be a coach because I could do what those coaches were doing better. And I had more toolboxes in my toolkit than they did. Mm -hmm. So um, I became a positive psychology practitioner. Um, I took a certification course and so I could work from a science-based perspective and make sure that all of the interventions that I use with clients have research to back up what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And that's the short, short answer of how I got to where I am. I love that. I love that. Um, I'm noticing a theme a little bit of people coming from one lifestyle, almost, almost the opposite really of where they are and, and kind of, it just, it just flows into this, even if it's like science and research and, and chemistry, and then moving into this natural kind of just let's dig a little deeper kind of thing. I love it. Um, all right. So now moving on, I know a little bit because I've been a client of yours, but what would you describe as your ideal client? Oh, that's a great question. So I kind of touched on it a little bit, but I, I love working with women who are in a transition of some sort or want to be in a transition of some sort. And so I find that people are in about three categories. Either you are a creative of some sort or you want more creativity in your life. And creativity does not necessarily mean painting pictures. Right. Yeah. It can mean something as simple as like giving yourself permission to like cook a meal from scratch. Like or giving yourself permission to go on a walk during the day on your lunch break. But 
figuring out how to break outside your routine. Um, it can be uh, female entrepreneurs and it can be what I describe as the, that seeker. And most people in some sort of transition are seeking something. So be it um, a career transition, a divorce, um, setting a really big goal for yourself and being really afraid of it and figuring out how to move forward with it. Those are, those are my ideal clients. Okay. So what would you tell someone who is skeptical about what you're offering? <laughs> it's all, I'm, I'm just the guide. Yeah. So my job is to fire myself. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that you have the tools and that you know what um, part of the path looks like so that you have the confidence to start mining yourself for the information mm -hmm. so that you don't need me, so that you can do it over and over again for yourself when you hit those rough patches. Oh, that's such the opposite of how we think about healthcare, I think. We think about healthcare this day and age of you know, just having a doctor and it's your doctor as long as you're alive, basically. And and not that there's anything wrong with developing a relationship there, but to, to rely on somebody perpetually is maybe not the most empowering situation. So I love what you yeah. share because I think that's, that's huge. And it speaks to what your real goal is. Right? Yeah. And if I think of my work as medicine, right? Um, ideally, we don't start taking a medicine that we think we're going to need to take for the rest of our life. I mean, that's, that means something really big is wrong, right? And right. even if something really big is wrong, let's get to the heart of what's going on so that we can apply the medicine so that it will heal from the inside out so that we don't have to keep coming back to it. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not available for oil changes down the road. I absolutely am. But yeah. for what what's happening, I mean, my philosophy is we all have wisdom within. We all have deep, beautiful wisdom within. And sometimes we've just forgotten how to access our own healing wisdom. Right. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Um, so can you share any client stories, you know, no, no names, but just kind of a, a few demonstrations of people who came into you with this issue and left in a new place or with a different perspective? Oh, yeah. Um, so often it's about just needing a little bit of help getting unstuck. So I have one client who felt like everything in her life was just not moving mm -hmm. and she didn't know what to do to get things moving again. And one of her things is just like, I helped her remember how to get things moving again. Mm -hmm. And so that was, that felt really, really good. And then um, it's helping clients see that they can do it. And so I have a lot of clients that talk about the self-confidence that they had. Um, one client after a particular intense one hour conversation, um, she decided that she and her husband and their son needed to move from Chapel Hill back to her parents' um, house up wow. in Michigan. And within two weeks after our session, they had literally packed up everything and moved back to Michigan because she realized that was where she needed to be. And I've gotten multiple emails from her after the move, just talking about how empowering it was to be able to have a conversation where she was given space to work through what she needed to work through to make the appropriate changes in her life. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. And I can actually vouch for one of the things that, you know, I've participated in Alicia offers is in the company of women group and it's beautiful. And, and one of the most powerful things is the connections you make with perfect strangers in this room of vulnerability and how inspiring it is to hear what they're doing, but also how they're struggling. Because I think a lot of times we get swept up in the struggle and think, oh, well, they're doing great, but they don't have this struggle. But the real truth is in connecting with people this way, we're all on the same page. <laughs> we really all have our own thing that we're dealing with. And so I, as much as that, you know, seems like it might weigh you down, it really is more just of an, an inspiration. And so I think you let people have that struggle and then come out on the other side too. So I love yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I love teaching in the company of women or holding space for in the company of women is honestly one of the greatest privileges of my life. And so it's such an honor to have you as a part of that. And you and I were just talking before we started um, the interview that, you know, I know that loneliness is more detrimental to our health than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And I think, I think we tend to assume that loneliness looks a certain way, that loneliness looks like that widowed or widower, mm -hmm. um, you know, that is now alone, no kids in the household and coming home to feed their cat every night. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, we have this, we have this idea of what loneliness looks like but um loneliness could look like you or I and it can look like people that seemingly look very vibrant and healthy and happy on the outside mm -hmm. but the truth is most of us are deeply lonely we are we don't have safe spaces to share what's in our hearts we don't have safe spaces to share um our goals we don't have safe spaces to share our, our our most painful truths about our lives. And so one of the things, be it, you know, in the company of women is the most powerful place that I create space where women can be real mm -hmm. and vulnerable in a safe way with one another and share what's in the, on their minds and in their hearts and what's difficult and begin doing that deep self-exploration of like, how do I really feel? Not that like, not that knee jerk response when someone asks you, and how are you? But that like, that really thoughtful of how are you? Right. And, and you get to answer truthfully, not what your armor tells you you need to answer from, but what's like underneath the armor. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think so many times too, we, we have an armor to protect ourselves, but a lot of times we put up an armor on other people to protect them from us. And I see that happens a lot. And you have a way of just kind of eliminating the armor and giving people this freedom to, to say what's real. So I love that. It's beautiful. Um, and let's see, what's, um, oh, this is a fun question, actually. I hope that, you, I, I don't know how you're going to answer it, but what's one simple thing that you do as a part of your daily routine to keep yourself at your healthiest or feeling your best? I've got like three. I know. I know. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm like, which um, one do you pick? It's going to be hard. Well, I mean, you already know I do morning pages and I ask all my clients to yeah. do that. But like maybe the more interesting that I thing that I do most days is honestly, I take a nap probably five out of seven days a week. Oh my goodness. You sound like Drew. That's so funny. I love it. <laughs> Naps it's, are good. He's always sharing articles with me about how you should take a nap. You should take a nap. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're so sleep deprived and we're 
exhausted. I mean, I get up at four thirty in the morning, um, three days a week to go teach a yoga class. And oh, yeah. it's my goal to be in bed by eight thirty those nights. I often find myself going to bed at 10 or 10 30. Right. And so, you know, that the lack of sleep can just do such a number on us. Absolutely. And in order to be, um, the most grounded, less anxious human, cause I have anxiety stuff that I deal with. And in order to like, keep that under wraps. Like I will make a nap a habit. Ah, I, I love that. That's everyone can, well, maybe not everyone figure out how to take a nap at work or something. If you can, I love it. When I used to work in my corporate job, I would literally, cause I struggled with it a lot then too. Um, I lived half a mile from where I used to work and I would come home on my lunch break, sleep for 45 minutes and then go back to work. That's incredible. That's brilliant. I love it. People can make it happen if they want to. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to share a couple of ways that you can stay in touch with Alicia and get some really great benefit, um, particularly for those who cannot join us for our live expo on the 9th, which is coming up very quickly. Um, but come see her in person and hear and talk to her in person. But you can also connect with her on yokeinabundance.com. You can schedule a call with her. You can um, listen to the podcast that she puts out that's beautiful and very inspirational. Um, she has so much going on. Make sure you connect with her. Um, but thank you, Alicia, so much for jumping on the call with me today. I can't wait to share it with our, our customers and, and our audience. And I look forward to seeing you on the night. Thank you so much, Lacey. All right. We'll talk later.